Hey, welcome to Younger and Older. This is Jason and Dave hanging out at the beautiful snowy studios of Relay365.com. And uh, like I said, it's the Northwoods. It's snowing. That's what it does in the wintertime. It's white. It's cold. And it's fun. Yeah. You know, that's what, that's what we it do. It is. I, I actually like winter. Um, I like skiing in the winter. I like uh, fireplaces. You were over at my house. You saw my, my fire habit. You know, I did. Yeah. It's nice. Yeah, I... I I'm, I think if I, if there was a Firemaker Anonymous club, I would have to join because when I get home after a day, I always go fill my wood bag. And I do have a wood bag, by the way. It's mm-hmm. what I use to carry the wood out. For, you know, I put it on a sled and drag it over to the house. I even make, made a chute going up on my deck for the sled. Yeah. And then bring the wood in and the two fireplaces and I roar them up and just enjoy the winter in the fireplaces. I don't do that in the summer. It's hot. So, I would, if you did it during the summer, we'd yeah. have to have a, an intervention, I believe. Yeah, summers are outdoor, be... but I do have a what my my family lovingly refers to as the man cave. The man cave. Where I go out and build fires. Is it still there? <laughs> oh, it's still there. I didn't know if it got destroyed. No, the, the funny, the, the wind destroyed everything but it. I mean, all around it got destroyed. And so now you're sitting in mm-hmm. what used to be the woods. It looks like a field. And so this, I'll have to get used to. <laughs> sitting in a field with a, a man fire. field yeah. no man longer field. a cave it's no. a man field that's right no, it's pretty weird you know speaking of weird um again we t- we've talked about this a little bit i i'm having trouble grasping this greta girl being time person of the year now oh me, greta thunberg yeah let me let me go let me back this bus up yes. first of all first Our, of all i have back the bu- I, I don't think that's appropriate in this conversation. Uh, back the ship up, yeah. Back the 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 non-carbon gonna, imprint yacht. You're going to have to tell me about. Sorry this if I'm yacht. offending anybody. No, by saying non-carbon. That. <laughs> I wonder. Never mind. It, at this point, I'm just I'm just thinking. First of all, I would like to publicly say so people know that I I'm not overly respectful of the time person of the year and how they come to that conclusion. So in general, in general, okay. So it's not that I'm saying, oh my goodness, these people are you know they've lost it. What I'm thinking again is, really, in our nation, in our world, this is a statement that a major announcement is made from a a major influencer that says, this is the person of the year because they're mad about climate change. Yeah. I I don't know, man. This is driving me crazy. She also got nominated for the Nobel Peace Prize. Really? She didn't win, but she was a nomination. Boy, I wonder if I could get nominated. I, I stopped can these. I, can I nominate you? You can. I stopped these two old ladies from hitting each other with their purses oh, the, the other day. You know, that's good. It's like, Were they fighting over the last pumpkin pie? It, it could be. I have no idea. But uh, uh, can you win a peace prize for something like that? <laughs> <laughs> you can win a piece of a prize. <laughs> if, if Greta won something, I don't know. But you were telling me she has a, a zero impact. What is this that she traveled in? It's a, uh, what do they call it? It's a... It's a yacht that is a carbon neutral yacht that has solar panels and underwater turbines. Mm. Who owns this yacht? Uh, I think it's her family. Wow. So her family has some bucks. It sounds like it. And she's got this solar driven. You know, I, I'm not overly impressed with this because yeah. somehow all this stuff had to be manufactured. And I'm not sure about the carbon neutral stuff uh, that goes on here. So I, I don't know what that means. And yeah, yeah. I, I, I don't know. My generation, you might as well speak Greek to me when you're talking about carbon footprint and carbon neutral and, I mean, all that kind of stuff. So I, I don't know what you mean. However, I would be more impressed if she would have carved a boat, a rowboat and oars and rowed herself across. You know what I mean? Right. Now that's that's a feat. 
But, right. but taking something that somebody bought and having it power her all the way across and then making a big deal about we didn't use fossil fuels or whatever it is, you know, that may be, and, and that may be interesting, and, and I'm certain that solar power is intriguing. Um, I don't have solar yeah. power here in northern Wisconsin, though. Right. Right now, the panels would be full of snow. They would be covered, yeah, yeah. And, and even going back to your the thing you just said about your yacht and not really that impressed, I actually saw another news article that there's this guy who's actually done kayaked across the Atlantic Ocean. Uh, I tip my hat to him. You know, and I think he, I'm pretty sure, I'd have to Google it really quick, but I'm pretty sure he just did it for the last time, for the third time. Oh, yeah, here it is. He just did it at the age of 70. Oh, my goodness. Yeah. Good for him. That is impressive. It is. And and it, it, I would imagine whatever carbon neutral or no footprint is, he made it. Yeah. Whatever that is. So that's pretty interesting. That is pretty interesting. That's impressive. Yeah. I mean, he didn't carve it, but Why still Why isn't kayak. he time man of the year? I don't know. Yeah, this girl is because she's talking about something. Now, you know, if you're going to write uh, Jason because you wouldn't write me about this and complain that we're picking on Greta, we're not. I... She might be a nice young lady, for all I know. The trouble is, the whole educational system, the whole news system, has made something really big out of somebody who has come and said something before other people. I think they're using her as a pawn right. and, and trying to make their point using her, including time is using her. Mm-hmm. And I don't know when the world would quit using people for their own agenda. Yeah. But I, but this young lady doesn't need to be used for this. She can have an opinion. I would respect if she came and said, I think, you know, global warming. As I look outside, last night was seven below zero, and it's snowing like crazy out here. And she could come here and tell me that we're in the middle of global warming. And I would have to respect that, but I would have to snicker on the inside because I'm not seeing it. Yeah, yeah. And I understand people would say, well, you don't have a global perspective, whatever. You're absolutely right. I am in northern Wisconsin. It is cold. The snow is piling up, and I don't believe in global warming at this point. I, I, not in my area. Right, right. So this globe is warming somewhere else. Absolutely. At this point. Yeah. Um, I don't think that we should be those who uh, abuse um, the world in which we live. Mm-hmm. I don't think we should worship it, and I do think it's going to wear out like a garment, like the Bible says. Right, absolutely. So anyway, we've talked about that before. I just wanted to, to kind of touch on it again because I think, oh my goodness. Yeah, it was in the news again, obviously, with her being named yeah. person and of the year. The youngest person of the year, I think. Yeah. Too. Well, it's really hard, again, to say anything because people think that you are are disliking this person, and that's really not the case. Hmm. It's, I'm not liking the system that we're in and how news has to be so dramatic yeah. and how we're trying to create public opinion by news stories rather mm-hmm. than reality. And you can spin a news story any way you want. And right. everybody listening, you're, if you listen to Fox News, if you came to me and said, I listen to Fox News every day, then I would say, I know you're, you're bent. Yeah. If you came to me and said, I listen to you know, MSNBC or CNN every day, I would know you're bent. Mm-hmm. Um, most likely. Yeah. Um, so I I understand that. But the problem is, where can we just get news? Yeah. Where, where can we just hear about what's going on in the world that is interesting and not hear all these spins that are attached to it all the time? And maybe that's impossible. Maybe humans have to spin it. Well, you kind of get a taste of it living in the middle of nowhere. Yeah. <laughs> yep. yep. I, you do. I mean, sometimes you turn on the news around here, it's like, really? That's the lead story. All right. Yeah. <laughs> but you know what, though? I mean, think about it. How many people would turn into this news? So I, let's, say oh, I'm a, let's say I'm a newscaster and I yeah. get up and say, you know, today 
It snowed. <laughs> Tomorrow. Tomorrow. It's going to snow. It's going to snow. Tune in then, and I'll and tell you, know, you that it snowed. <laughs> if you haven't waxed your cross-country skis, perhaps you need to go get some wax on them. <laughs> now, how many... Why, why is it that you had to do with an accent? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. Like, but is you that know, how I, you talk? <laughs> no, 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 but that's how I would if I were on television. The, I'm throwing yeah, you under the bus that, right now. <laughs> I would if I was on the news because I'd have to have an angle. You know no, I mean? I, so, but you, you look at it and go... Maybe maybe news is too boring. Yeah. Maybe like like regular news. Like if I came to you and I'm trying to tell you the news of your, your day of your family. Your wife got up this morning, got dressed, made breakfast, and read a book. And you're looking at me going, yeah? Yeah. More in a minute. That's right. <laughs> you know, it's like, are you on the edge of your seat yet? <laughs> the lake has frozen over. Yeah, I think because news is rather boring by itself. Yeah. We have to make it so dramatic. And I think people that listen to the news need to realize there's a little bit of drama going on. Mm-hmm. And otherwise, you wouldn't be listening. Yeah. Um, there are, there's also news that carries its own drama. I right. mean, there's some very uh, human interest things. Um, mm-hmm. You remember those those uh, Siamese twins, that those girls that are still, I think, alive and still, uh, I don't know. If oh. There's a set of twins. That yeah. are, they're Christian girls, and they're, they're Siamese twins. They couldn't separate them. The parents said, well, just let them grow up and so they they as far as i know they're still alive and they're doing well that's a, a, a an interest story yeah you know i mean i i think that would be cool in the news you're just kind of interested it's not everybody who has a siamese twin for a daughter mm-hmm. um, or two daughters and uh, and just kind of interesting how they live maybe news has to go back to having more stories that are interesting yeah Instead of stories that are dramatic, because yeah. we don't need any more drama, we right? Need... We got plenty of drama. I mean, I got plenty of drama in my own life. Yeah. Let me uh-huh. ask you this: What if, what if, when uh, the the Democrats in the House are talking about impeachment, no news people covered it? It would be. Would I they mean, quit? Probably not. So, I mean, what if somebody covered it who is just non-partial? Is that even possible? I don't know. <laughs> Here's what I thought. Somebody, because I'm not. Well, I suppose I'm not. I, I am partial. Never mind. <laughs> but, a, a few years ago, yeah. when uh, the last election came, there before that, a, a couple of guys came up to me and said, "So why don't you run for some political office? Why don't you run for?" Um, and and they were actually saying, "Why don't you run for president?" And I laughed at him. I said, "Really? A guy mm-hmm. that has never been in politics? Yeah, doesn't even want to be in politics." Doesn't want to. You could, you could think that the presidency of the United States would be like the worst thing that I could ever happen yeah. to a human being, as far as life and everything. You know, why would I do that? And and they said, well, what conditions would you do it? I said, well, I guess it. I would just write out my response to things, put it online, and I wouldn't campaign. So if I could win that way, if I could just write out, here's. Here's what I believe. Here's what I would do in this circumstance, that kind of thing. If you want this kind of president, vote for me. Yeah. And 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 if I could do it for four years and then come back and continue with the life that I have, and if I can um, uh, come back, you know, if, if my home here could be my, my escape where I can get away from Washington, mm-hmm. uh, maybe I'd consider it because yeah. I don't want to campaign. And I would only do it if the people insisted that they wanted someone like me in that office. And then I would want to get out of there as soon as I could and just do the job 
the best they can for four years and get out of there. I wouldn't even want to run for reelection mm-hmm. uh, because then I wouldn't be focused on that. I'd be focused on what do I need to do today to solve the problems to help the nation be what it should be. And they said, well, the system isn't set up that way. I said, well, that's why guys like me don't run. Right, right. Because can't you find everything you need to know? Like if you wanted to find out about, um, um, uh, I don't know, Biden. Um, yeah. Can't you just look at what he believes on online somewhere? I'm sure you could, with enough research, you probably could figure it out. So why is he still talking about what he believes in? We got a, we got a lot of research on this guy. He's been in the Senate. He's been vice president. Don't we know what he believes in? Well, and I think I think you're onto something, Dave. I think most people who vote, and I might be going on a limb here, probably don't even do any research. They probably just go and believe whatever people put in front of them. Thus, you have our current dramatic news. I guess so. I guess uh, maybe the news makes people because I wouldn't think that that Biden, if he if he becomes the candidate one day, I don't think that he would have to say a word Mm -hmm. because we have so many records on what he voted like, what he did, what he said, how he was vice president. This guy's not a stranger to the public. Yeah. So I don't think he needs to be on the campaign trail. He could just throw his hat in the ring and say, I'm running for president. Vote for me. You know what I did. Mm-hmm. Um, I did think, though, years ago, uh, Wisconsin actually had a senator. I can't remember his name. Uh, old people in Wisconsin would remember his name. But he didn't really put anything into campaigning. He pretty much said this to the people. He was a senator. That's a six-year term. At the end of it, he pretty much said, you know how I voted. You know how I am. Vote for me again if you want. If not, vote for change. And yeah. That was his campaign. Mm-hmm. He won every year until he retired. Yeah. Because people would look at him and just say, you know what? I know what this guy does. Right, right. And and he's not even spending any money trying to tell me otherwise. Mm-hmm. And I, I wish the politicians would go back to that. Yeah. We, we have a record of most of them. Mm-hmm. Um, when people elected Donald Trump as president, what were they expecting? Somebody not of the political system. Yeah, he still doesn't know how to act politically. Right. Correct. Right. Um, this man doesn't know how to do this. Right. That's what he's at fault for. Right. As far as I'm concerned, he doesn't know when to not tweet. He doesn't know when to. He, he acts like he's running the country, mm-hmm. like he owns the country, like he's the boss of the country. Right. Well, what did we expect? Right, right. I thought that's who he was. And yeah. I thought that's why people voted for him. Mm-hmm. And uh, and now he's getting in trouble for that. So I, I, if it sounds like I'm pro-Trump or anti, I'm, I'm just saying, what mm-hmm. did we expect from a guy that, that was not a part of politics really and ran a business all of his life? And then to look at his life and to not think that along all the years of business, there wasn't some things that you could question legally? Yeah. Then you've never run a business. Mm-hmm. Uh, I mean, even us, as we run a nonprofit, they're you know lawyers and accountants. We we have to have auditors come in and say when you, why did you do this? How come you did that? If every one of those things was a news story, mm-hmm. I'd be pulling my hair out. It's like, what do you do for this? Yeah. Uh, anyway, enough of that. I I was just ranting and raving. That's all right. It's good to rant and rave. Yeah. I think, well, maybe. But we have to come up with a solution to it. I, I don't know that you're going to find news where you can read it and, and just find the news. Is there a place out there? I mean, you're younger than I am. Is there a place out there that just gives you the news without all the spin on it? No. At least I haven't found it yet because everything has a spin on it. So how do we how do we uh, start a news broadcasting system that has no spin? Or is that going to be so awfully boring I don't know, because then if you did, people would argue that we're putting a spin on it. 
our own spin. Okay, how can, uh, all right, tell me how I'm spinning this. Today it's cold and it's snowing outside. So you'll probably need to shovel when you get home. There you go. What spin did I put on there? Nothing, but it's the weather. But would you listen to it because it's... But, but nobody puts a spin on the weather It's not like right you're now. not living through it. What That's did right. I just tell you? <laughs> <laughs> okay, we don't need the weather. Uh, all right. Sports. Sports. All right. How would you do sports with us? I don't know if people put a spin on sports. Well, it depends. Yeah, if you're from Green Bay, you do. I, you it, know, I was going to say it, it does depend. If you're from you Chicago, you do. That's right. That's right. You know, but, and, and, and sports have gotten more political over the last couple of years. Yeah. You know, you look at American football, you look at halftime shows, you know, and, and those have gotten political. It kind of shows, um, shows blind loyalty in a way. Yeah. Um, I, I know there's there's one guy that I really like, I can go, and I, I don't care if I, I don't think he cares that I talk about him, but I like the quarterback for the Vikings. His name is Kirk Cousins. Kirk Cousins. And here's what I know about him. He loves God, and he walks with God, and he's a guy that, that I like watching. Mm-hmm. Now, the funny thing is I'm a Green Bay Packer fan. Right. But I, I like and enjoy Kirk Cousins. Mm-hmm. Uh, and um, I don't have a, I don't wear, a, someone asked me, so would you wear one of his jerseys? I said, well, I don't have one, and if I did have one, I don't, I don't know, I don't wear a Packer jersey. Yeah, I don't. Yeah, you know, I, don't I mean, it's not, either. it's not like this sixty-three-year-old guys running around in jerseys. I, I just don't do it. Um, I so, if I were to give you one, would you wear it? I would. See, it, but I would wear it uh, for a special occasion. I wouldn't wear it like, I don't wear jerseys like, <laughs> just for the fun of it. Like, I would need to have a reason for it. Sure. Um, we run a youth club and we have a football night every every year. So yeah. I would wear it then. Yeah, you know, um, I I tell you though, the interesting thing would be I would use my sports affiliation so I could wear a Kirk Cousins jersey, maybe here in Wisconsin, just and, intentionally, and have people say, "Why are you wearing that?" And I could say, "Well, because I like Kirk. I, I, I'm a Packer fan, but I like him." Yeah, and you could people could find that odd. Oh yeah. And I think that, again, outlines a problem we have to deal with as a culture. You don't have to dislike people yeah, because they play on a different team. You don't have to dislike people because they're in a different political persuasion. Right. Um, so, Dave, let's go to a Packer game. I'll buy some tickets and I'll buy you a jersey when the I, Vikings play. And you want me Packers. to wear the Viking jersey? Yeah. If it's a Kirk Cousins jersey? Yeah. I, I could do that. <laughs> I was just testing. Yeah, I could do that. You know, I, I because I've been to Lambeau Field with my brother, who's a Bear fan, and he's wore Bear jerseys. And actually, they the people there were very civil. They were very nice to him. They were they were they were nice to me as well. Yeah, when I went when the Bears played the Packers, because I am a Bears fan. Yeah, however, it was the years we were killing the Bears every time they well, came. So, and to be fair, when I went, the Bears got destroyed yeah so it's pretty easy to be nice to the opposition when you're getting destroyed because you kind of feel sorry for them you know at some point right um and your and your brother knows like i do that that you know when you were younger you got led astray and at some point you'll come back to the yeah right see the light yeah right yeah yeah and that's here's the point of it all the point of it (laughs) the point of it is you can actually have people who think different than you who feel different about issues than you you can actually go to dinner with them you can enjoy being with them we don't always have to argue about things. And that's the thing, you know, like I think sometimes we feel like that we can't associate with people that are different from us. Yeah. You know, it was it was a while ago. I remember seeing, it went on social, like everything goes on social media. It was actually Ellen DeGeneres. Yeah. 
there was a picture of her sitting next to George Bush at a football game. Yep. And it went crazy. A lot of people were flipping out, like, how could you do that? Because obviously, if you know anything about Ellen and right. you know anything about George Bush, you know, they're polar opposites. Polar opposites. But I thought it was very profound what Ellen said. She's like, we've, we're forgetting that we can't, like, if we differ in opinions, that we can't just enjoy another person for who they are or right. something along those lines. Right. You know, because I wouldn't necessarily identify with what a, a lot of Ellen believes, but I thought there was a lot of truth behind what she said is that oftentimes we, we just push people away because it's like, well, I can't accept the fact that even though it might be wrong that they're believing something different from me. Right. You know, uh, I mean, Jesus hung out with people all the time. Right. Did a lot of people that Jesus hung out with believe the same thing? No, but yep. you know, and I think, I think we're losing that in our culture, unfortunately. I think we've lost it. And I think a lot of it is, is the um, social media that goes out there. Mm-hmm. It's too easy to blast somebody. Oh, totally. You know, if I disagreed with you on something and I'm talking to you face to face, I'm probably guarding my words a little bit more. I'm probably being a little bit more respectful. Yeah. If I'm online and I don't have to face you and I'm and I'm thinking I'm just rousing up all my buddies, I can blast you. Yeah. And then it sounds like, yeah, this guy really takes a stand. I I think that's a weakness in our culture. I think you shouldn't be criticizing people on in in social media. Mm-hmm. You know, I don't think so. Um, I think it's okay to wonder. I mean, here on our program, even today, we're we're wondering about Greta and the time thing. And it's. I tell you what, though, if, if Greta were here, I'd love to have a conversation with her. Right. And and I would be respectful to her, um, or whoever the publisher of Time is. You know, if they wanted to sit and talk, I I wouldn't mind sitting and talking with them. Mm-hmm. And I would be respectful and kind to them. I, at the end, I might say, you know what, I totally disagree with you. Right. On what you're saying. But that doesn't mean that I, I need to be disrespectful. Mm-hmm. Uh, when I look at uh, people who disagreed, I like looking into the book of Daniel and looking at Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego in Daniel and how they treated the king. And I would encourage our listeners, go, go to Daniel. Uh, it's six chapters. So mm-hmm. the first six chapters and read it and watch how these guys treated the people in authority. Yeah, They were always respectful, even though they disagreed 100% with them. Yeah, and I think that's the the goal is to be able to be respectful to people, even though you might disagree with what they've said. Absolutely. Um, uh, Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego—it's uh, amazing. I mean, they're headed to the furnace. Mm-hmm. This guy's losing his cool completely. Mm-hmm. They're headed to the furnace, and they're respectful. Yeah, because there's never a time where you should be disrespectful to other people, right? In how you respond. Yeah. Um, that doesn't mean somebody's got a gun at somebody. You don't run at them and tackle them. I mean, that kind of thing. Don't you don't take right. these things out of context. I'm just saying, in a, in the opinion world, mm-hmm. um, are you? Do you consider yourself a Republican or a Democrat? Um, I would probably say that I'm a Republican. Yeah. Okay, it's funny. I I would say that I have voted Republican most of the time, but I still try and say I'm not either. Yeah. True. Yeah. And I don't know how I can say that, right? <laughs> Even though you're independent. Well, I would like to say that, <laughs> but that carries other baggage. It, well, right. I grew up in Chicago, right? And in Chicago, um, Democrats rule, right? And uh, you know, I grew up under the mayor daily, right? Not his son, right? You know, the one who basically I think got uh, JFK elected from some kind of interesting maneuvers at the polls. But I'm not sure of that. I'm just remembering as a kid. Sure. 
Um, and really, Mayor Daley was a great mayor for the city. Yeah. Now, I don't know if people might be falling off their chairs saying you just honored a guy who was, I don't know anything about him. I was a kid. Yeah. Um, I just know that the garbage got picked up, the alleys got paved. Um, the city was actually run pretty well, you yeah. know, when he was mayor. And I know an awful lot of guys who voted for him. Right. Uh, because he was such a good mayor for the city. Yeah. Now, he might have been a corrupt politician, but he was, you know, I when I was younger, I didn't see that um, that allegiance to Democrat or Republican. Yeah, I didn't see it like I see now. It's like you're either a Democrat or Republican or independent now. And um, I don't know. I when they take polls, I don't even know. Have you ever been polled? Has any pollster ever come and asked you your opinion? No, me neither. So who are those that get asked? Well, I mean, I do get phone calls every now and then that I ignore. So I don't know if those are them. Or who knows I want to know who that. When they say, you know, majority of American people say this, I want to know who'd you ask and who? Yeah, where'd you do your? Because I can say that we're on we're on a podcast, and I can say majority of the people agree with Dave Wager. And your first question should be, how do you know that? Yeah, who's the major? Who'd you ask? I asked the majority of the people. Is that your wife? No, I asked the majority of the people. Oh, that because I said that they agree with me. <laughs> <laughs> Well, so, according to the rocket scientists. Yeah, well, them too. That's not true. How in the world can you find the majority of anybody? I mean, <laughs> you can say in my poll, right, 70% of the people uh, believe that, but is it like the, um, can't, can't like, if you vote for the Pro Bowl, can't you vote like 100 times or something? I, I, don't, I don't get it, you know. And, and even when it comes to statistics, five out of every four people don't understand them. Yeah, I know. I'm, I'm with you there. That's a perfect, st- 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 whatever the word is. Statistic? Yeah, that too. <laughs> yeah. Well, here's what I think. I think that, that what we need to do, what you need to do individually if you're listening, is to simplify the whole matter. Because yeah. um, the world, I think, is trying to constantly get us to uh, put our energy somewhere where they shouldn't be. Mm-hmm. Uh, a very simple principle is that you have 100% of whatever you have. For example, whatever money you have, you have 100%. Whatever emotional energy you have, you have 100%. Whatever intellectual ability you have, you have 100%. You don't have 110, you have 100. Mm-hmm. And I think Satan tries to get us to squander our percentages in larger numbers, to to spend time thinking and and doing things that are a waste of time and energy. Yeah. What I would encourage people to do is narrow things down to maybe what Jesus said. Mm. When he was asked what Christianity was about, he said, love the Lord your God with all your heart, soul, mind, love each other as yourself. And I think maybe we could go to that passage and we can say, all right, God, you know, I don't know what the rest of the world's doing, but help me do that well. Yeah. Help me love you with all my heart, soul, and mind. And the Bible says that means we obey him. And help me love the people around me. Mm-hmm. And God, show me what that looks like. So if Ellen comes and she's sitting in the studio, I know how to love Ellen right. and show her who Christ is while I still disagree with her. Right. And I think that's what, if everybody listening would concentrate on that, perhaps perhaps we can do something. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think that's a... That's a great way to do it. But unfortunately, like always, we have a great conversation and we come to the end of it and we're out of time. Uh, If you missed part of this conversation and you'd like to catch up on it, I encourage you to head over to Relate365. 
Com. And you can download this podcast, some other podcasts that we do, um, or you could go to your favorite podcasting website and subscribe to it so that you know when we have new episodes and all that fun stuff. But we enjoy hanging out with you. If you ever want to reach out to us, reach out to us. We'd love to talk about anything. This is Jason and Dave here on Younger and Older, and we'll see you here next time.